Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. So glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to begin with Day 118, April 27th, Second Chronicles chapters 26 to 28, Reigns of Uzziah to Ahaz. Overview. Uzziah's 52-year reign can be summarized in a dozen words. As long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. 26.5. His administration sparkles with military, architectural, and agricultural achievements. But the luster is dimmed in his final years when he intrudes into the priest's functions and is stricken with leprosy. His son, Jotham, picks up where his father left off by becoming powerful because he was careful to live in obedience to the Lord his God, 27 verse 6. But after nearly seven decades of godly national leadership, Ahaz emerges to undo much of what his father and grandfather had accomplished. Forbidden alliances, infant sacrifices, and rank idolatry bring the nation of Judah to its knees because of King Ahaz, for he had encouraged his people to sin, and had been utterly unfaithful to the Lord. 28 verse 19. Chapter 26. Uzziah, usurper in the temple, pride. Chapter 27. Jotham, giant on the battlefield, prosperity. Chapter 28. Ahaz, heathen in the palace, pollution. Insight. A king's death and a prophet's call. 2 Chronicles 26-23 King Uzziah won military victories and built towers, but he is perhaps best known for his death, 26-23, not because of his leprosy, but because of his timing. One of the best-known passages from one of the best-known prophets begin with, It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. Do you remember this landmark event? Read Isaiah 6. For the details. Insight. The Valley of Unquenchable Fire. Second Chronicles 28.3 The Valley of Ben-Hinnom, also known as Gehenna, which marked the southern boundary of Jerusalem, became noted as the scene of atrocious pagan practices, including torturous child sacrifice. 28.3.33.6 Later in Jerusalem's history, it came to be used as the city dump, 2 Kings 23.10, the perpetual fire of which became a symbol for hell. 2 Chronicles chapter 26, Uzziah rules in Judah. All the people of Judah had crowned Amaziah's 16-year-old son Uzziah as king in place of his father. After his father's death, 
Uzziah rebuilt the town of Elat and restored it to Judah. Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 52 years. His mother was Jechaliah from Jerusalem. He did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight, just as his father Amaziah had done. Uzziah sought God during the days of Zechariah, who taught him to fear God. As long as the king sought guidance from the Lord, God gave him success. Uzziah declared war on the Philistines and broke down the walls of Gath, Jabna, and Ashdod. Then he built new towns in the Ashdod area and in other parts of Philistia. God helped him in his wars against the Philistines, his battles with Arabs of Gur, and his wars with the Meunites. The Meunites paid annual tribute to him, and his fame spread even to Egypt, for he had become very powerful. Uzziah built fortified towers in Jerusalem at the corner gate, at the valley gate, and at the angle on the wall. He also constructed forts in the wilderness and dug many water cisterns because he kept great herds of livestock in the foothills of Judah and on the plains. He was also a man who loved the soil. He had many workers who cared for his farms and vineyards, both on the hillsides and in the fertile valleys. Uzziah had an army of well-trained warriors ready to march into battle, unit by unit. This army had been mustered and organized by Jael, the secretary of the army, and his assistant, Messiah. They were under the direction of Hananiah, one of the king's officials. These regiments of mighty warriors were commanded by 2,600 clan leaders. The army consisted of 307,500 men, all elite troops. They were prepared to assist the king against any enemy. Uzziah provided the entire army with shields, spears, helmets, coats of mail, bowls, and sling stones. And he built structures on the walls of Jerusalem designed by experts to protect those who shot arrows and hurled large stones from the towers and the corners of the wall. His fame spread far and wide, for the Lord gave him marvelous help, and he became very powerful. Uzziah's Sin and Punishment But when he had become powerful, he also became proud, which led to his downfall. He sinned against the Lord his God by entering the sanctuary of the Lord's temple and personally burning incense on the incense altar. Azariah the high priest went in after him with eighty other priests of the Lord, all brave men. They confronted King Uzziah and said, it is not for you, Uzziah, to burn incense to the Lord. That is the work of the priests alone, the descendants of Aaron, who are set apart for this work. Get out of the sanctuary, for you have sinned. The Lord God will not honor you for this. Uzziah, who was holding the incense burner, became furious. But as he was standing there, raging at the priests before the incense altar in the Lord's temple, leprosy suddenly broke out on his forehead. When Azariah the high priest and all the other priests saw the leprosy, they rushed him out, and the king himself was eager to get out because the Lord had struck him. So King Uzziah had leprosy until the day he died. He lived in isolation in a separate house, for he was excluded from the temple of the Lord 
His son Jotham was put in charge of the royal palace and he governed the people of the land. The rest of the events of Uzziah's reign from beginning to end are recorded by the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos. When Uzziah died, he was buried with his ancestors. His grave was in a nearby burial field belonging to the kings, for the people said he had leprosy, and his son Jotham became the next king. Second Chronicles chapter 27 Jotham rules in Judah. Jotham was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. His mother was Jerusha, the daughter of Zadok. Jotham did what was pleasing in the Lord's sight. He did everything his father Uzziah had done, except that Jotham did not sin by entering the temple of the Lord, but the people continued in their corrupt ways. Jotham rebuilt the upper gate of the temple of the Lord. He also did extensive rebuilding on the wall at the hill of Ophel. He built towns in the hill country of Judah and constructed fortresses and towers in the wooded areas. Jotham went to war against the Ammonites and conquered them. Over the next three years, he received from them an annual tribute of 7,500 pounds of silver, 50,000 bushels of wheat, and 50,000 bushels of barley. King Jotham became powerful because he was careful to live in obedience to the Lord his God. The rest of the events of Jotham's reign, including all his wars and other activities, are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah. He was 25 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. When Jotham died, he was buried in the city of David, and his son Ahaz became the next king. Second Chronicles chapter 28 Ahaz rules in Judah. Ahaz was 20 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem 16 years. He did not do what was pleasing in the sight of the Lord, as his ancestor David had done. Instead, he followed the example of the kings of Israel. He cast metal images for the worship of Baal. He offered sacrifices in the valley of Ben-Hinnom, even sacrificing his own sons in the fire. In this way, he followed the detestable practices of the pagan nations the Lord had driven from the land ahead of the Israelites. He offered sacrifices and burnt incense at the pagan shrines and on the hills and under every green tree. Because of all this, the Lord his God allowed the king of Aram to defeat Ahaz and to exile large numbers of his people to Damascus. The armies of the king of Israel also defeated Ahaz and inflicted many casualties on his army. In a single day, Pekah, son of Ramalia, Israel's king, killed 120,000 of Judah's troops, all of them experienced warriors, because they had abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors. Then Zikri, a warrior from Ephraim, killed Messiah, the king's son. Azrikam, the king's palace commander, and Elkanah, the king's second in command, the armies of Israel captured 200,000 women and children from Judah and seized tremendous amounts of plunder, which they took back to Samaria. But a prophet of the Lord named Oded was there in Samaria when the army of Israel returned home. He went out to meet them and said, 
the Lord, the God of your ancestors, was angry with Judah and let you defeat them. But you have gone too far, killing them without mercy, and all heaven is disturbed. And now you are planning to make slaves of these people from Judah and Jerusalem. What about your own sins against the Lord your God? Listen to me and return these prisoners you have taken, for they are your own relatives. Watch out, because now the Lord's fierce anger has been turned against you. Then some of the leaders of Israel, Azariah, son of Jehoanan, Berechiah, son of Meshillamoth, and Zehezekiah, son of Shalom, and Amasa, son of Hadlai, agreed with this and confronted the men returning from battle. You must not bring the prisoners here, they declared. We cannot afford to add to our sins and guilt. Our guilt is already great, and the Lord's fierce anger is already turned against Israel. So the warriors released the prisoners and handed over the plunder in the sight of the leaders and all the people. Then the four men just mentioned by name came forward and distributed clothes from the plunder to the prisoners who were naked. They provided clothing and sandals to wear, gave them enough food and drink, and dressed their wounds with olive oil. They put those who were weak on donkeys and took all the prisoners back to their own people in Jericho, the city of Palms. Then they returned to Samaria. Ahaz closes the temple. At that time, King Ahaz of Judah asked the king of Assyria for help. The armies of Edom had again invaded Judah and taken captives, and the Philistines had raided towns located in the foothills of Judah and in the Negev of Judah. They had already captured and occupied Bet Shemesh, Ahijalon, Gedarot, Soko with its villages, Timnah with its villages, and Gimzo with its villages. The Lord was humbling Judah because of King Ahaz of Judah, for he had encouraged his people to sin, and they had been utterly unfaithful to the Lord. So when King Kiglath-Pileza of Assyria arrived, he attacked Ahaz instead of helping him. Ahaz took valuable items from the Lord's temple, the royal palace, and from the homes of his officials, and gave them to the king of Assyria as tribute. But this did not help him. Even during this time of trouble, King Ahaz continued to reject the Lord. He offered sacrifices to the gods of Damascus who had defeated him. For he said, Since these gods helped the kings of Aram, they will help me too if I sacrifice to them. But instead, they led to his ruin and the ruin of all Judah. The king took the various articles from the temple of God and broke them into pieces. He shut the doors of the Lord's temple so that no one could worship there, and he set up altars to pagan gods in every corner of Jerusalem. He made pagan shrines in all the towns of Judah for offering sacrifices to other gods. In this way, he aroused the anger of the Lord, the God of his ancestors. The rest of the events of Ahaz's reign and everything he did from beginning to end are recorded in the book of the kings of Judah and Israel. When Ahaz died, he was buried in Jerusalem, but not in the royal cemetery of the kings of Judah. Then his son, Hezekiah, became the next king. My Daily Walk Take a few minutes to complete the following statements. You will stay stronger and healthier physically if you 
You will stay stronger and healthier financially if you. You will stay stronger and healthier emotionally if you. Now that you have the hang of it, try the really hard one. You will stay stronger and healthier spiritually if you. Just as there are God-given principles for physical, financial, and emotional health, so too there are God-given principles for spiritual health. Keep them and you will enjoy the benefits. Violate them and you will pay the penalty. Uzziah and Ahaz learned that painful lesson. Have you? Take your own counsel as revealed in the way you completed the last of the sentences above Compare it with scripture and look for a way to put it to work today. When you see a worthy person, emulate him or her. When you see an unworthy person, examine yourself. That's all for today, my friends. It was great reading along with you. Have a great day and God bless. And I will see you tomorrow. Lord willing, peace.